This is 123 All Ears on Me, an early childhood education podcast hosted by the Maine Association for the Education of Young Children, also known as Maine AEYC. I'm Kalina Mills, and I'll be your host. In our last episode, we learned more about the Rising Stars for Me quality rating and improvement system. The program directors we spoke to were overall supportive of this Rising Stars program, but had concerns about how the staffing standards would impact the child care field in Maine. This week, we're going to learn more about the Teach Scholarship Program, which is one resource child care programs in Maine can use to help improve their star rating in the Rising Stars staffing standard. When we return, we'll hear from the Teach Scholarship staff to learn about what the program is and how it works. Did you know that we secured $60 million in funds this past spring for child care in Maine? This historic investment is improving the system for providers, educators, and families alike, attempting to make child care more affordable and accessible, and increasing wages for early childhood educators. But we didn't accomplish this tremendous goal easily. It took a huge coalition of people to advocate for effective policy and change. And if you're ready to join efforts like this and be an advocate for early childhood education on a state and federal level, then you should apply for Maine AYC's LEAP program. LEAP stands for Leadership in Early Childhood Advocacy and Policy. This is a year-long cohort program for educators, parents, and community members across the state of Maine to learn best practices and strategies in speaking about the most pressing, critical early childhood issues. The program includes opportunities to participate in activities and training, speak with administrators and elected officials, and organize with other educators, parents, and community members. If you're interested in becoming a better advocate and joining a coalition of ECE changemakers, you can find more information and the 2024 cohort application at maineayc.org slash leap. That's M-A-I-N-E-A-E-Y-C dot org slash l-e-a-p the 2024 cohort application deadline is approaching november 17th so apply today at org slash leap today i have with me morgan tolan the co-executive director of maine auic and tony manger a teach counselor for maine auic And they are here to talk to us about the Teach Scholarship Program, which is an opportunity for educators to get their degrees uh, while they're still working. So um, I'll give you a chance to tell all of our listeners, what is TEACH? Great question, Kaylina. So TEACH is a comprehensive scholarship for folks working in licensed child care programs. So whether you're a um, a child care center teacher or um, an educator working in a family child care program. Um, we provide scholarships that fund almost all tuition costs and provide book reimbursements. We provide um, semester stipends to each of our scholarship recipients along with time away from the classroom, paid time off to um, either study or take time to yourself and teach is a collaborative effort between child care programs around the state, Maine AUIC, the Office of Child and Family Services, and um, higher ed programs around our state. 
Amazing. That sounds like a cool program. So what are the benefits of a TEACH scholarship for recipients? What are some of the things they get out of it? So there's a lot of great benefits to being a TEACH recipient. Uh, as Morgan said, one of the primary benefits is it pays for the vast majority of your college tuition, which, as we know, is a super helpful thing to have. Uh, in addition, there's reimbursement for a portion of your book fees, and you get uh, paid release time from your center of employment, which is time that you can use, you know, working full-time and going to school. Your life is busy, so that gives you a little bit of time for you where you're not worrying about getting paid, and you have that time. As well, one of the key things that makes the TEACH scholarship different than a lot of other scholarships is as part of the TEACH scholarship, you get a dedicated counselor who is there for you with anything you need from you know help with registering for classes right down to help with time management or really just someone to talk to about your career pathway. And that's your role here, right, Tony? Correct. That is my role here at Maine AUIC. Okay. And, and what do you like doing in that role? I love the opportunity to be able to help you know people who are in the early childhood field just expand their knowledge base and grow their skills in working with our youth population. So it sounds like there are a lot of benefits for recipients. They get a lot of funding, not just for tuition, but for other expenses that are related to their education. But you also said that you partner with the childcare programs themselves. So how does that work? So the childcare centers agree to sponsor their employees on a TEACH scholarship. So this means they're um, investing in their staff to pay a portion of their um, tuition, a small portion, about 5%, anywhere from 5 to 7.5%. Um, so there, you're investing in your employees, but you're also um, improving your program by having your staff go off to take courses in either child development, um, early childhood education. They're coming back and bringing that knowledge into their program. And what we center our, a lot of our work around here at Mania YC that it's the children benefit. It's very child-centered. When these teachers go off and increase their knowledge, it, it comes back to the program and it increases um, the quality of the program. Hmm. So it benefits the children in the program because they're getting more educated, qualified teachers. Um, are there any other ways that it can benefit the program? Yeah, it's also helping stabilize our child care child care field in general by bringing up the education of all our child care workers but also part of a teach scholarship is when you sponsor um, an educator on a scholarship they're also committing to working to with you for you um, for a year after their scholarship ends so through the whole time they're in school on the scholarship and then an additional year after that correct so you can kind of count on having employees instead of having that high turnover rate that is so common in yeah, early childhood. Exactly, yeah. Okay. In the last episode, we were talking about Rising Stars, the new quality rating improvement system, and the big concern I heard from program directors was around staffing. Will a TEACH scholarship help in any way with that? Yeah, so a TEACH scholarship is a great way to help around several of the issues related to that. As Morgan said, uh, one of the key things is, as part of their agreement, staff are agreeing to stay with you for a longer period of time, which helps reduce your turnover rate. In addition, through participation with a TEACH scholarship, they are naturally increasing their level of skill, their education level, which will increase their level in the Rising Stars program. 
the other big thing that will help with the staffing is by being a center that is willing to sponsor teach recipients that goes out there and can be used in recruitment to help you recruit people mm -hmm. who are interested in furthering their education. Mm. Yeah, it's a good benefit in an industry that doesn't often have benefits. It's a huge benefit to pay, I mean, you pay, recipients are responsible for a small portion of their tuition just as the sponsoring centers, but that $250 stipend you receive every semester is really built in to offset that cost. So typically recipients end up um, getting a check sent to them every semester um, with book reimbursements, um, but they don't even re realize that they've paid their portion of their tuition that way. Mm. So what is the typical out-of-pocket cost for a recipient and for a sponsoring center? So per semester for a response, it depends if it's a bachelor's or associate's degree would be my first answer, I guess. Um, and then for an associate's degree for a sponsoring center, it's going to be about 60 to, eight, 60 to $80 a semester. And then you'll want to add in that bonus at the end of the year. So I would say if you were budgeting, you might want to budget about um, $400 a year for a TEACH scholarship. For the sponsoring center. For the sponsoring center. Um, for, an, for a recipient, they should end up paying nothing, really. Okay. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> um, so you said they can get their associates and bachelor's degrees and that those are two different programs. Um, Correct. What kinds of colleges can you attend uh, to get those, to get a TEACH scholarship? So to get a TEACH scholarship, um, you can attend pretty much any community college or university in the state of Maine, provided they offer a degree program in early childhood education. A um, couple of our partnering colleges, the degree titles are slightly different, but their focus is still on that early childhood education. Uh, Thomas College offers a degree in child care management, uh, and at the University of Maine Farmington, you become part of a cohort program for their early childhood degree. The early childhood cohort, okay. Yeah, there's a great resource on our website um, that's called the Higher Ed Directory that lists all colleges um, in Maine that offer early childhood education, including if they offer online classes, evening classes, and you can find that on our webpage on the Teach section. So that's at maineauic.org slash teach? Correct. Okay. So... There are also different programs I'm hearing you say, so it can really fit your lifestyle. Like if you can only do evening classes because you're working all day, or you have kids, you can go in the evening, or you can do a fully online program. Yeah, there are a few colleges, um, two-year and four-year, that have all on all online programs. Um, and it's another thing we do here at Maine AYC if you're really not sure where you want to go to college, but you think this sounds like a great opportunity that you don't want to pass up, you can reach out to Tony and we'll help um, really find the right fit for you. Uh, so where, if people are interested in applying or in learning more about the scholarship, where can they find that information? They can visit our website, maineauic.org slash teach. There's a ton of information on there about eligibility, um, colleges. You can even schedule a call with Tony right on our website um, to have a one-on-one -on -one call to learn more and hear more about applying. So is anyone eligible for this scholarship? 
to be eligible, you have to be working at a licensed child care facility that is willing to sponsor you for part of the Teach Scholarship. Uh, for associate's degree models, you just have to have your high school diploma or your GED. In order to be eligible for a bachelor's degree model, you have to have either an associate's degree or uh, the equivalent of 60 credit transferable credits. Okay, so you couldn't go to a four-year college right out uh, from the start if you have no college experience. You first got to get those credits and your associate's degree, and then you move on into one of the four-year programs. While that's correct, one of the nice things about our the state of Maine's community college system is they all have articulation agreements with various universities in the state where pretty much all of your credits will be able to transfer right over so you would still be getting your degree in about the same amount of time. Okay. And how many people can get a TEACH scholarship? Is it competitive? Is, is it something that's just offered to anyone who's eligible? We're excited to announce that um, this year we have about 50 spots available in our TEACH scholarship program due to increased funding um, by the Office of Child and Family Services that allows us to really expand the program and offer um, scholarships throughout the state to more child care providers. So is the TEACH scholarship just something that happens in Maine? Is this a program that Maine AUIC created or is it part of a larger system? Teach is part of a larger system that's been around um, since the early 90s. It was created in North Carolina. Um, and now there are about 23 other states that host a Teach Scholarship program. And each state is run within different organizations. Often they're in AEYC affiliates um, and funded like ours through their state contracts. But some are privately funded um, and through other organizations. So there's a real community of teach scholarship workers and recipients that you can kind of draw on? Yeah, we have a lot of contacts around the country that have um, completed the teach scholarship and um, it's a great networking opportunity and um, to celebrate the successes here in Maine. And can I ask, what does teach stand for? <laughs> TEACH uh, is an acronym. I'm sure she's already played her uh, buzzword sound. Uh, it stands for Teacher Education and Compensation Helps. Teacher Education and Compensation Helps. Okay, like helps the field? Helps the field, helps the teachers, helps the children, helps everybody really. Okay, helps everybody. <laughs> yeah, it does. I mean, society's better off when teachers know what they're doing. So. Very true. <laughs> Morgan, you've been working with the TEACH program for a few years, and are there any good anecdotes you have, or any good stories? I love connecting with each recipient over the years and getting to know their programs and them as individuals. Um, prior to TEACH expanding, I had Tony's job, so I've just known a lot of these folks from their start of their journey, and many of them started just to take a few classes and graduate, while others, um, we've been a part of their entire journey. I know we have um, a family child care pro provider up in Penobscot that just graduated from with an associate's and is moving on to a bachelor's. Um, we've got some other teachers in Southern Maine graduating with bachelor's that own their own programs. 
Um, we've had teach recipients go on to buy their own program. So it is a really exciting, it's been fun to watch the journey of folks, how um, the scholarship has enabled them to really um, pursue their career and their dreams. Mm. And I heard you say that some of them own programs now. And earlier you said you had to work in a child, a licensed child care facility to be eligible. Do you have to be a teacher in the facility or can you be the owner or a director to qualify for a scholarship? We do have some scholarship models that allow directors um, to be eligible. You really need <laughs> the approval of someone like a board of directors or someone, an owner or someone up higher than a director. Um, but we also have scholarship models for family child care providers where there just is no sponsoring center. It's just the tuition cost um, is split between Maine AYC and the provider themselves. Okay. So any kind of licensed child care employee, basically, and any kind of licensed child care place, whether it's family child care or a center, can use this program. Yes, absolutely. Maine AEYC is coming up on our 20th year of existence. 2024 will be our 20th anniversary year. And in celebration, we are going to have several events, as well as several celebrations of our past and our future. One of those celebrations is going to be to honor 20 young teachers to watch. If you know a childcare educator who works with children birth through grade three in the state of Maine, you can nominate them to be considered as one of our 20 young teachers to watch. They have to be between the ages of 20 and 30 and have worked in the childcare field for at least two years. Nominate them today at linktree slash Maine AEYC. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash M-A-I-N-E-A-E-Y-C. On our link tree, you'll find the button to nominate a young teacher to watch. The nomination deadline is October 31st, so don't wait and get in your nomination today. If you know a great young teacher, we want to know about them and celebrate them as the future of the early childhood field in Maine. So welcome. I am joined now by Bridget Barden and Sasha Shunk, who work at Shunk Child Care in Portland, Maine. So Bridget was a TEACH recipient of one of the TEACH scholarships, and Sasha was her employer who sponsored her through the program. And so we're going to hear a little bit from them today about the program and how it works. So um, well, let's just start by having you guys tell me a little bit about your relationship with the TEACH program. Go first. Um, yes, so I'm Sasha, and so I am the considered the um sponsoring employer. Now, I am a family child care provider, but um, because Bridget is my staff, we fall under kind of the center based model for the teach program, not the family child care model. Yeah, I guess that's I'm the sponsoring employer. Uh, I'm Bridget, and I'm the teach recipient. Um, I think the relationship for teach first started when I was on the when I was on the professional development alignment team 
in 2019 and teach was on the table so I knew that it was going to be something that existed in the state but at that time the PDAT was the like oversight committee so I didn't think I'd be eligible for it. Jargon alert! In case you missed it, Bridget just said the acronym PDAT, which stands for that committee she was talking about just a moment ago, the Professional Development Alignment Team, which is a group in the state that has stakeholders from the early childhood field planning different professional development trainings. The PDAT was the like oversight committee, so I didn't think I'd be eligible for it. Um, but when I stepped off of that committee in 2020, um, it it came up to be that it was something I would be able to be eligible for if I could get Sasha to sponsor me and she did sponsor me. So here we are. Right. Cause I think it's so long ago remembering the beginning, but I believe it was, it was you, you yeah. found out about the program first yeah. and then approached me, um, about being the sponsor. Shocking that it's something that Bridget knew before me, because I do know <laughs> lots that, of things in that advance. never happens, but I was coming off of that committee. So I sort of like had Sasha, I was like, hey, you should join this committee so that you'll know what's going on. And then um, I didn't apply for it in 2020. I was pregnant. And then I had my son in 2021. And I sort of when he was like six months old, I was like, I think I could have a baby and go back to school and work all at the same time. Um, so I got Sasha involved and I applied to college and I got accepted and then it all went from there. So I started as a teacher recipient for the spring semester 2022. Yeah, just casually, you know, having a baby, working full time, going to school. In a pandemic. All of that. <laughs> yeah, no, yes. no problem. Okay. Um, well, Bridget, what did you appreciate most as a scholarship recipient? What was like the best part of the program for you? Um, well, I really like that I don't have to pay for it. Like I pay the 5%, but it, because of the way that the program works and the stipends are involved, it's not like I have to cut a check, which makes things a lot easier to just not have to think about it. Um, I really liked that the program existed for people already in the field. Cause I find that it's really hard. It's really hard to be an adult learner, to go back and find scholarships that I was eligible for, or that were worth the effort to put into it. Um, and I also just really loved that Morgan and now Tony are just there. Like if I have a concern or a question or something's not going the way I want it to, then I could just email them and be like, Hey, is this normal? Can you support me on this? What should I do? Um, and I appreciate that it gives the program an opportunity, like the program I work at to validate what it is that we do and be like, no, I think it's important that you continue your education and that you get this degree. So this is how we can support you as you do that. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And that segues really nicely to have Sasha share like what you've liked about the program as a as a sponsoring center. Why is it important for you? Well, I definitely value um, college degrees, college education. And that's not something that I can, as a very small business, be able to financially support my staff to go and take to do college courses. Um, that's a little out of the realm of my budget, but within um, the realm of the teach scholarship, I can absolutely afford my, I don't even know what the percentage is off the top of my head, but it, it does not come Yours out. Is five. Is mine 5%? Yeah, it's too? five for you, five for me, and then 90 is kicked I in. Think it's, I think it's 10 for you. We pay for 85%. Okay, then that's what it is. 
Either way, 10% makes it sound like it's a lot, but it really works out to be, um, I think it's a couple hundred dollars a year. I mean, that depends too on how many classes the recipient, you know, Bridget would take or something, but it's not very much um, for me at all. So well within my, my budget. And, you know, she can bring the knowledge that she's gaining from the college courses um, to, you know, to me, even though I have a college degree, some things have started to uh, fall out of my head. Um, So she can help remind me, but then she can also help to um, support the other teachers uh, in the other staff in the program as well with the knowledge that she's learning. Mm, Yeah. And we, our last episode was about the Rising Stars uh, QRIS program. Jargon alert! I just said QRIS, which is an acronym that stands for Quality Rating and Improvement System. This is what our whole last episode was about, but just in case you missed it, QRIS is a piece of jargon and it means Quality Rating and Improvement System. Mm, yeah, and we, our last episode was about the Rising Stars uh, QRIS program. And that was a concern a lot of people have about the QRIS, right? Is that staffing piece and having people be educated enough and trained enough to reach that star five in, in the rising stars. And so, um, I'm curious if you think this kind of program will help people kind of move up the stars in QRIS. Yeah. So I think without a doubt, um, for what Bridget was working on was for her bachelor's degree. So she already was a level, she had already met that threshold of a level five, but for um, many other programs, that associate degree will get you there. That's one of the ways you can get to a level five. So it absolutely is. And there are online um, classes available. There are face-to-face programs throughout the state. So hopefully um can find that kind of perfect perfect fit for your employee to kind of continue on their college education so Bridget you already had a bachelor's degree I already had an associate's degree I did not have a bachelor's degree in early I graduated um from Andover College which then became Kaplan which then became Purdue Global Maine um in 2008 so I had the associates, but I didn't have the bachelor's. And that was what I really wanted Endgame to be. It was just really hard to find a program that existed that I was interested in. And then um, the financial piece became one of it because I'm in early ed. Like I don't have those kind of resources floating around to pay, you know, $1,000 per class and then take multiple of those a year. Like if I'd done it piecemeal together, paying it out of pocket, I wouldn't be applying for graduation next year. I would still be probably like five years out. Wow. Yeah, that's a long, a long time. So it really also like shortened, shortened the length of your program for you. I think the other really positive piece about the TEACH program is that it's looking at the individual educators. Um, I know there's some income requirements um, that that if they, if they make, but for the generality, if you are an early early care and education, you will qualify. Whereas when I, I graduated my bachelor's prior to the teach scholarship being rolled out in Maine and everything was based on my spouses and my income, which put us because 
my spouse makes more money than me <laughs> driving tractor trailer. Um, it, it didn't qualify me for anything. So I really like that the teach scholarship is focusing on just the recipients and not what their um, partner or spouse brings. Absolutely. All right. Uh, what do you think people should know as they apply for the teach scholarship and start the program? Um, I think that they should know that they can do it. Like, I mean, like I said, I did this just having had a baby working full time and in a pandemic and I still managed to go back to school and I've still managed to keep my grades up um, to a respectable level. And just the amount of support that you find when you do a scholarship like this, like not only is Maine AUIC super supportive, but as I've gone back into the these classes I'm taking, at first I was like, everyone's going to be so much younger than me. I'm not going to be able to relate to them. And the honest truth is that in every single one of my courses for education, I've been like the median age, which has been really nice to see. Um, Like there's obviously there's been some gen eds, right, where I had to take an English class where somebody wrote a paper about a vintage TV show and it was Seinfeld and the Golden Girls. And that one stung. <laughs> a little bit um because they were still in high school and they were doing the early college and I was like oh man that's that's rough but then on the back end of it like the, there's a course I'm taking right now about language development and every single person in that class is actively working in a classroom with students from I think I'm the one of the only ones in early ed but everyone else like the everyone else is working like K through five so it's really nice to see people who their lives mirror mine in some capacity and know that like it is it is doable I think you just have to take that step to say I want to do this and that I feel like with the way that rising stars works I think more educators will find their centers a little more willing to have that conversation um because it's really just going to benefit everyone in the long run and thinking from an employer lens I think that being a sponsor can kind of help you retain staff you, um, you know, I would kind of have an acknowledgement with Bridget that she's going, she's not going to get her degree and, and leave me. She is going to stay working for, for me, um, you know, for a period of time. And then, you know, when your employee is getting a college degree or even have taken college courses, those are, you don't have to renew them. Um, unlike if you're looking at maybe supporting your employee to get um, a CDA. Jargon alert! We talked about CDAs in the last episode as well, but in case you missed it, a CDA stands for Child Development Associate Credential, and it's not an associate degree, even though it has the word associate in it. So that's what a CDA is. It's a credential that you take some trainings for, and it qualifies you for a somewhat higher level on the career lattice that Maine Roads to Quality tracks for all childcare employees in the state. Um, unlike if you're looking at maybe supporting your employee to get um, a CDA, a CDA is pretty costly, um, not only upfront, but as well as to being, you have to renew it every three years, I believe. Um, and there's a lot that goes into it. And I really think the college courses just kind of get a better bang for your buck um, for long term. And it really, like I said, about how much I have to pay that um, that 10 percent 
it becomes what she Bridget just quickly figured it, was it less out. Than five hundred dollars for me to take for a year credits. So that's where I got the couple hundred. That's a couple hundred a semester. So it's um, yeah, money well spent in my opinion. I think it's it's neat too when you think about a scholarship program to do early ed because I've been able to like tweak the program a little bit to how I wanted to do it. So I opted to go to the University of Maine at Machias. And started off doing the inclusive special, uh, the inclusive early childhood education program. And then once all of my transcripts came in from classes I'd put together over the last, I don't know, 10 years or so since I graduated, I was able to move that into a, um, my degree will now be called a Bachelor of College Studies with concentration in early childhood education. So like they took everything I was doing and said, hey, we can make this work for you. Made, I've like been able to put this program together in the capacity where I can take classes that interest me from the early ed special ed aspect, right? So like I can opt to take working with students with disabilities. I can take integrative, you know, curriculum planning. And those are all things that I could sort of make that program fit the needs that I'm interested in, as well as the program I work at. So just being able to tailor it to me and then knowing that I can take that with me forever. Like once once I have that diploma, that's mine for the rest of my life. Um, and there's a real sense of validation and and pride that comes with that because this is a field that feels like it's ever evolving and people don't really know how to look at us. So I feel like just having as simple as it seems to be like, well, I have this piece of paper with my name on it, like that carries a lot of value in the world we live in. And, and I think that that's important to recognize how hard we work as a field and acknowledge that. All right. Is there anything else you guys want to add before we hop off? Um, no, just definitely. I didn't just, you know, reiterate, really take a look at it. Um, it's, you know, I, I actually was sponsoring it. I was going to sponsor another employee under the teach scholarship. Um, and I would have done too, but she qualified, ended up qualifying for free college because of when she graduated. So she went a, through a different scholarship program, but it definitely, um, it's just a great program and I'm so happy that Maine has it and it's been expanded so that more people can benefit. So absolutely really consider it for your um, employees. Yeah. I mean, I would say that as well. And then um, this will probably be out before our ECE conference, but I'll be there on Saturdays. So like if you have any questions, like flag me down. I'm happy to to talk about my experience and and finding a school and, figuring out how to make that work as an adult learner because I like I said that can be really scary to be like you know the last time I was in school was a long time ago <laughs> and and what that looks like and you know just do it like what's the worst that could happen like just do it yeah this will come out October 18th so they can find you at the conference and and oh, ask yeah. you all the questions <laughs> I'll be, be I'll be at the conference. And though I wasn't a teacher recipient, um, I did go back to school when I was in my 40s and got my bachelor's degree. And now I also teach at the one of the community colleges. Um, so I have now the lens of being in my 40s, but then also now understanding from a professor point of view. Yeah, we overthink things. And, it, as, you know, as students coming in as older students and it, it's it's all good. Well, not only did you get your bachelor's bachelor's you got your master's and I did get my well yes like right after so she could so like that's one of those things right like when you work with someone who's got two kids and a spouse who also works non-traditional hours and I was like well she can do it I can do it like yeah that support system is so vital okay well 
thank you guys so, so much for taking time to chat with me. And, and yeah, I will see you guys at the conference. Hey, thanks for listening. This podcast is a production of the Maine Association for the Education of Young Children. You can learn more about us and our organization at maineaeyc.org. That's M-A-I-N-E-A-E-Y-C.org. This episode was hosted, recorded, edited, and produced by me, Kaylina Mills. See you next time.